The days are getting longer and the temperatures are slowly getting warmer. I'm meteorologist Joe Martucci. Welcome to the Something in the Air podcast brought to you by the Press of Atlantic City. We do this in conjunction with Stockton University. New episodes the first and third Wednesdays of every month. And join with me as we do at the beginning of every month. New Jersey State Climatologist based at Rutgers University, Dr. Dave Robinson. Dr. Robinson, we're recording this on April 1st and no April Fool. We saw a little bit of snow today in some parts of the state. A little bit. Um, more than we saw in the entire month of March, yet it only amounted to a couple of tenths of an inch up above about 14, 1,500 feet in the northwest part of the state. It accumulated, if you'd call it that. Uh, flurries were seen at lower elevations. But again, we didn't see that much in the entire month of March. So uh, there we are. little cold shot, and then it looks like that's going to be it for yeah, think, at least a week, even precipitation. You know that. Yeah, I do. And by the time this drops, which will be on April, where am I looking at? April 7th, we're going to be in the midst of quite a number of days dry here in South Jersey. So uh, it does look like the middle part of the month, maybe one last cold shot. But by and large, we are saying goodbye to winter pretty quickly here. You know, uh, we talk about snow here. And like you said, April Fool's, we got no snow in March. We got a little bit in April here, you know, northern half of the state, I mean, I was telling people earlier today, that's not really a big deal. And even down south, it snowed in April a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is not all that unusual. And we go through Aprils without any snow, but to see measurable snow anywhere in the state in April, especially the first 10 days, once you get past the 10th or 15th, you have to kind of look to the northwest part of the state. And there have been some memorable snows up there. I mean, really deep plowable snows uh, up to about April 20th and even a little bit later into the month. So you can put away your shovels once you get past the middle of April for sure. It's also opening day, you know, on April 1st today here. So we had a couple of rainouts across uh, MLB, although I know you're uh, now again, we're going to this is dropping on April 7th, but your uh, Yankees um, didn't pick up the first W uh, today against the Blue Jays. It is late afternoon and you're lucky that I'm talking to you because I'm not pleased at all. <laughs> and it has no, to do with the stupid new major re- rule, let major league rule of starting someone at second base in extra innings. Don't get me yeah. started with that. I'm a baseball purist, except an American leaguer, so not the pitcher batting. Right, right. Well, I, you know, I, I hear you. Um, I actually agree with you. I don't like that runner starts on second rule. I think what Major League Baseball has not figured out is that it's it's the commercials that are taking up all this time. It's not the play on the field, and either they know it and don't want to admit it or they just don't know it. But I don't think putting a runner on second to start off the 10th inning is a a good thing to do. No, it it is not good at all. And I saw it break up a perfect game in the Atlantic league game last year up here in Somerset, which is now a Yankee double a team. The uh, Somerset pitcher had a perfect game after nine innings and they pulled him in the 10th, started a runner at second base for the away team that runner scored. They never scored. Game over. Lost. Yeah. What? You know, it's like going from here boom, down into yeah. nothing. I don't care what team you're rooting for. It's a it's a horrible rule. 
let's not start off with the numbers question here. Let's let's talk about March, right? Because, you know, March, everyone said, you know, comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. And, you know, I get comments on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's at AC Press Martucci on Twitter, at Joe Mark WX for Instagram, Facebook. But people are saying, oh, my God, I need all the kind of clothes from March. Sandals, sweaters, whatever. Yeah. So why is it that March does have this kind of feel what is going on in the climate or what's going on with our atmosphere during this time one word transitional it is a transitional season just as we see a very turbulent october sometime as summer's trying to hang on but it can actually snow and certainly you can get an early season nor'easter uh, it's the same as we when we get into march and april you have to remember the sun is as strong at, in march as it is in September, uh, much milder in September than March. It hasn't warmed up yet. Um, you've got winter still parked to your north, yet it's greening up in the south in, in spring and early summer-like conditions actually beginning. So we're in that squeeze play. And from one day to the next, even within the days, you can have really pronounced changes. And because you've got that cold to the north and increasing warmth to the south, it leads to a more dynamic situation as well. So it's got all the ingredients to be a really active, turbulent month. And, you know, this month, we already said, didn't have any snow. Um, it didn't have, we'll talk, I, I know, in a little while about why the first half of the month was pretty dry. The second half was wet. But there's one word that, besides transitional, that sums up this past month of March was wind. Um, and that comes when you have all these strong systems moving through the eastern United States with your pressure gradients building and, and an awful lot of wind. And that was certainly the case this March. Yeah. And we're going to talk about winds. It was a good month for winds. If you like the winds, bad if you did it. But there were a number of windy days. But yeah, let, let's talk about precipitation here. So, you know, March came in like a lion and ended like a lion, but it was a big lamb in between. So the first day of the month, we had rain, but then we went dry from the 2nd to the 16th. And then we had rain on the 16th, 18th, 19th, 24th, 28th, and 31st at Atlantic City National Airport. So some numbers that I had, and I was geeking out over this. So Atlantic City International Airport and the marina had a 14-day dry streak. That was the longest dry streak in March's history. That was solely within the month of March. So you have to put the qualifier there, but the longest dry streak within the month of March. Um, you want to talk about that? That's uh, pretty cool. I, I'm impressed you came up with that statistic. No, it, well, it's I remember really we were texted back and forth about this, I think. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There, there have been longer dry periods. We know that at other times yeah. of the year. It, it's tough to get that in the month of March because you do have that transition, that back and forth pattern. And with that, storms moving across the country. Um, so it, it, it is difficult to stay that dry for that long. Um you know, we saw very dry, but it's very interesting. We saw a dry January, then we had storm after storm in February, and then it took a break, kind of inhaling and exhaling. And then we got into a pretty good storm pattern uh, the last two weeks of the month. Um, so that's just the way the weather winds blow, if you will. Um, but to keep it really bone dry for that long a period of time um, is kind of unusual. 
And as we saw, uh, a little bit worrisome when it came to the brush fires that erupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the uh, the one that made news, of course, was the one in Lakewood where 170 acres burned. And if you were on the parkway up that way and exit 88 to 98-ish, uh, you weren't going anywhere on that one Sunday because it was blocked off because of the brush fire. But, you know, going back to the, you know, the all-time records, I, I had to laugh because I was looking, I was like, I wonder where this ranks in history. So there's a website that we use, it's called XMASIS, where I can find that. So I look at the top 10 and it's not in the top 10. I'm like, all right, you know, no problem. You know, I look at the top 20, it's still not there. I'm like, well, okay, what the heck? So it turns out that 14 days in a row was only our 72nd longest dry streak at the airport and records go back to 1948 and at the marina are 129th longest or dry 129th longest dry streak and that goes way back to 1873 so like marsh is just some really low-hanging fruit yeah it's, it was pretty easy to snatch that record away it's funny you say that because up here in new brunswick we had two record high temperatures this past march and they were both really weak former records. And that goes back a century. But there were records nonetheless for that day. But it, uh, we call them, you know, call them uh, politely weak records. Um, yeah, weak records. I call the pipsqueak records. And I know what you're talking about because we had that last Friday in March where we broke the record. I'm going to talk about that on the other side. But, yeah, we... We are, we're just collecting all the low-hanging fruit this month. We collect the precipitation low-hanging fruit, the temperature low-hanging fruit. It's still fruit. It's still good, right? Well, you know, you got to fill in those little holes now. Now we have another 80-degree record high in late March. Instead of in New Brunswick, it had been 76. We broke it by six degrees. Right, right. Um, so let's talk about that wildfire. Let's just talk about wildfires yeah. this time of year. Like we said, you know, the Lakewood wildfire was the big one for the month. We had some other smaller ones. Um, but, you know, how concerned or not concerned are you about wildfire season as we go into April and May this year? Um, you know, we have the very strong sun, as you pointed out. And we did have that long dry streak during the first half of March. Yeah. You know, you can't let your guard down in the spring. You absolutely can't because you've got that stronger sun. You don't have the grasses and and the deciduous trees and even the, your pines really greening up and photosynthesis kicking in and water being pumped up into the trees and into the grasses you've got all that debris that died off dropped off trees and whatever from last fall um so you don't have the shade on your forest floor and your brushy areas haven't gotten moist enough yet um, what else? I, I mentioned the sun. You can get the wind. That can dry things out pretty quickly. And, and you can ramp up the heat a little bit. Um, so all those ingredients are there. So it, it, it is fire season uh, in, in the Pinelands and even in any grassland areas. It doesn't mean we don't have fires other times of the year. Uh, well into the summer, if it particularly gets quite dry. But it's really the recipe is there in the spring if you go. And that's why I'd say a week from now, if we don't see more rain, despite the rain we had the end March, it's going to dry out pretty quickly. And oh, also, let's not forget the Pinelands soils are very sandy, so they dry yeah. out quickly. So yeah. all the ingredients are there. What we hope for, it doesn't get too warm and it doesn't get too windy. And, and, and then you hope for occasional rains 
And that's what we're not seeing for the next week or 10 days. And even the temperature is starting to edge up to be above normal. So really, really keep your guard up in the, in the first half of April. It, I'm not saying it's just staring us right in the face, but it looks like the potential is going to be there uh, for more brush, more brush fires. And, and if you look to the 14th of March, where we had those fires, it was a mild day. It wasn't particularly warm, but it was really windy. And as you already pointed out, it hadn't rained in almost two weeks. So there we were. You just needed something to set it off. And you had that fire there. You had a, a pretty good smoky one that showed up on radar down in Salem County. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. uh, was more impressive on radar picking up the smoke than the Lakewood fire. But the Lakewood fire was much more dangerous threat um, to structures and, and to individuals. Hey, I'll tell you about radar. There, there was a prescribed burn um, that was done by the Forest Fire Service in Galloway. And this thing blew up on radar. I mean, it looked more, it looked bigger than the one in Lakewood, the one in Salem County. It was just like an explosion on radar. And, you know, it was over in Foresight. And if you know Foresight, it's pretty low lying. So you could just see the fire for miles, for miles away. I mean, we had a drone in Pleasantville about seven or eight miles away. You just see a whole land burning. So, yeah, yeah, you could see those on radar, and uh, you know we hope when we are seeing them on radar, they're prescribed burns and not the uncontrollable uh, wildfires. But um, you know, let's turn over to precipitation real quick. We got about a minute and a half left in this segment. You know, we didn't get any snow, but where do we wind up precipitation-wise across the area? And I'll just say, you know, we only had seven days of rain at Atlantic City International Airport, but three of those were above an inch. Yeah, when, when, when it rained, it wanted to rain. And the southeast portion of the state, it's happened a couple times in recent months, came out the winter. Uh, it was definitely the wettest part of the state. It looks like the state as a whole is going to come out a little bit below average um, for the month of March, uh, not exceedingly so. But, you know, looking at our, our COCORAS, our, our volunteer network, um, a station in Linwood caught 6.44 inches of rain. That's more than two inches above normal. And the driest station was uh, Hamilton at 4.99. So well above normal in Atlanta County. Cape May was 6.1 at Sea Isle City for the high. And Lower Township was an ample 4.92. I'll give you a two more. In Ocean County, What's Berkeley that? Township came in at 4.24. You're starting to see a drop off as you move mm-hmm. away from the southeast. And, and Jackson Township, a little, uh, but that was the wettest. In Jackson Township, 3.82 was yeah. the driest. So mm-hmm. um, ample rain, particularly in the southeastern part of the state. Yeah, we uh, it definitely was different elsewhere than it was here. That, that's for sure. Uh, all right, we're, we're going to take a brief break. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to talk about temperatures. We're going to talk about winds. And we'll talk about some other good stuff as we go into April. This is the Something in the Air podcast. Hey, everyone. It's meteorologist Joe Martucci again. Every time I do a talk, I say, if I could take this job again, I would take it 10 times out of 10. And that's for many reasons. One, weather just matters more down here. I've been in many corners of the state, and when it comes to southeastern New Jersey, weather is the most important thing I always hear. Whether it's for tourism, whether it's for farming, or whether it's for boating, well, weather just plays a big role. And not only that, here at the Press of Atlantic City, we're able to give this information to you any way you want. You want it in your newspaper? We got it. You want it in videos? We got it. You want it on our website? 
Yeah, we have that too. And we can't do it without your support. Your support has been great over the past couple of years, and we look forward to more of your support in the future. To support South Jersey journalism, go to our website, pressofac.com slash subscribe, and you'll have offers that you can't refuse. That's pressofac.com slash subscribe. Welcome back, everybody, to the Something in the Air podcast. I'm meteorologist Joe Martucci. Join with me, New Jersey State climatologist Dr. Dave Robinson. Uh, Dr. Robinson, you were singing a little bit during the intermission here. You want to tell us what that was about? Yeah, I'm sure not going to sing for you, but uh, the wind. I, I was picking up a, 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 a theme for this month's uh, mm-hmm. or March's uh, report that I write and post on our website, and wind was going to be the key. And I was testing you, saying, if I, if I entitled it, Everyone Knows It's, Would You Know, Windy, and you don't know that song, you're too young. So no that was idea. a good test. Maybe I won't call it that. So who's it by? Ah, oh, yeah, thanks. I should have Googled ah. it. Um, associate? Sorry, no, it's you. not the association. It's not Fifth Dimension. Is it the Fifth oh, Dimension? Fifth Dimension. I've now heard of you, Fifth Harmony. Now you got me. Now you got me going. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it was a well-known song for those in my generation. Right. Just slightly older than me. Very slightly. Uh, can, yeah. well, let's talk about the wind. Well, we'll talk about the wind. It, it was pretty windy this month. Yeah. I mean, there were five days at the Air, Atlantic City International Airport. We gusted over 45 miles an hour. And I like to say 45 because that's where I feel like we start to get into some wind issues, either with power outages or damage. Um, you know, and actually on the second, it got up to 51 miles an hour. So did anything wind-wise, um, you know, stick out to you in certain locations in South Jersey or just overall, Hey, just a windy month everywhere in the garden state. Yeah. I mean, overall it was a windy month. I mean, when we look at the strongest winds and we had about 15 days where somewhere in the state gusted over 40 miles an hour, that's just been our threshold and, and a good handful, maybe six, seven days with gusts over 50. And you'll find those either up at our High Point Station or up at our Vernon Station, the top of Mountain Creek Ski Area, or down along Delaware Bay and Fortescue or Lower Alloways Creek Township over yeah. by the nuclear plant, or up the coast, uh, Atlantic City Marina, Seaside Heights, um, uh, Seagirt, uh, Harvey Cedars, uh, those yeah. stations. You know, those are areas where they're either at elevation and you get the strongest winds aloft or down near the coast where you have less topography in their case, but less friction. So the winds blowing off the water tend to be much stronger. So the two ideal places to get strong winds, but we had some um, inland uh, when you get a, a severe storm or something like that, you can spawn one or two inland as well. So it was windy everywhere. Um, and, and And there wasn't, there were some power outages with some of the wind. There was some damage um, a week ago, uh, a couple of days ago, a roof off a hotel up in Neptune. Um, there was, I saw a friend had some siding blow off a neighbor's home up in Northwest Jersey. Um, and they came from all directions. We had strong southerly winds. We had strong northeasterly winds. We had strong northwesterly winds. So there was no bias in what direction the winds were coming in strong in March. Uh, a really active, a, a lot of air blew through the state in March, put it that right. way. It wasn't hot air, though. Um, well, on a couple occasions it was because uh, we had one really windy, warm day. 
Yeah, I, in the uh, in the figurative sense, no hot air for us in New Jersey. Oh, well, you and I supply enough of that. Oh, okay. All right. See, I, I'm trying to pump us up. I'm trying to make us look good. You're just, you know, you're taking down the ah, You're, you're checking my ego at the door. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, speaking of wins, let's talk about the Seabreeze, right? Because it is Seabreeze season here in South Jersey. And, you know, Seabreezes are a way of life here in March, April, May, June, you know, especially when you compare it to the mainland. So, you know, just tell us what sea breezes are, and I, could you do like a, we'll say, a climatology of sea breezes here in the Garden State? Oh yeah, it, it's really an interesting phenomenon. I, a phenomenon I call it nature's air conditioning. Once you get into the sea breeze season, it, it's simple physics. Go back to your basic physics. Uh, hot air rises, cool air sinks. That's number one. Nature doesn't like a vacuum. So if you take hot air and raise it off the surface one place, something has to come in to replace it. And that's the whole idea. You heat up your mainland, your inland areas, that air rises and air comes, is cooled over the cooler water bodies, particularly in the first, in the spring, in the first half of summer. So that rushes in to replace that air that's rising inland. And that's your sea breeze. Um, now, at night, the opposite occurs. It cools off on land and the oceans remain warmer relative to the land when you get to night. And that's when you get land breezes. And that's when you're swatting flies and no seams and whatever along yeah. your barrier islands because they're coming out of the, the um, salt marshes. So, you, you know, most people are looking for a sea breeze. Um, but uh, other times, you know, you can at, at night keep the uh, coastal areas warm with a land breeze. Now, if the winds are blowing from the south or southwest, look to Delaware Bay's Jersey coast for the coolest, uh, particularly Fortescue, for instance, will get that sea breeze. And you may keep the sea breeze at bay along the Atlantic coast. Um, no because, uh, 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 or just on, you know, on the ocean side of the dunes. That's it. And then if you look at the geometry of the New Jersey coastline, it's more north-south up the coast, but the lower coast is more southwest uh, to northeast trending. So it's hard to get a good sea breeze from Cape May up to Sandy Hook uh, because of the, the, the wind directions can influence it on the southern coast versus the northern coast. So it's really an interesting phenomenon um, that uh, it, it, it certainly brings cooling conditions along the coast, but there's another negative to it. When you bring that air in from the ocean and that can recirculate pollution back onto land and right along the sea breeze front, you can actually have unhealthy air that can lead to respiratory problems. So that's something people don't think of too much, um, but that, that is a known phenomenon with um, sea breezes. So, and, and of course, this time of the year, I've literally documented a 90 degree April afternoon inland where it's been 50 degrees along the coast. That's the extreme, 40 degree difference in 30 miles due to that sea breeze. I remember um, one day, I think this was in my Rutgers days, where I drove from New Brunswick to Belmar, 
and it was like 87 degrees, you know, down 18. Okay, get off Route 18. Now you're east of the parkway, maybe like 85. But like right as soon as you got like into the Belmars, like city limits, town limits, right down. And it was dropping like a degree a second on my car thermometer. So by the time I got to the beach, it was 58 over there. It was just going like I went one block. All right, 62, 61. Then I hit the beach. I'm like, I might as well turn around and go back. But that's what that's happens. The, with the that's the danger of having a thermometer in your car. You're so busy looking at the thermometer and not the road. Um, I might add that we actually see it in the Raritan Valley sometimes with an easterly flow. The cold air, cooler air comes up Raritan Bay and it gets cooler as you go from New Brunswick up to Hillsboro and then over to Fleming Flemington. It will be warmer as you go inland and you can see the cold air go right up the valley and surrounding it, it's warmer. So it, it is an interesting phenomenon. There are air quality concerns with it. And of course, on that one day I, I mentioned, you've got your heat on along the coast and you got your air conditioning on inland. Um, yeah. Now that will moderate when you get to the summer where the oceans get to 70s and you'll kick in a sea breeze and it'll drop the temperature from the upper 80s to the upper 70s. Um, but still, it, it's a phenomenon you'll see most of the summer. And oftentimes along your coastal areas, your warmest temperatures of the day will occur before noon. And then the breeze will kick in and knock them down. Yep. Yep. Been there too. Um, all right. So we have about two minutes left. I want to get to two things. Uh, but the first thing I'll do real quick, because I really wanted to geek over this. Uh, this was the dew point. You know me. I love dew points. I did research with you on dew points uh, on March 15th. We had a negative three degree dew point at Atlantic City International Airport at noon. That was the driest dew point this late in the year. And not only that, it was the driest dew point for the month of March. Your reaction? I, 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 another impressive find by you. No, that's just incredibly dry air. Um, and and the, in other words, that means you'd have to lower the air temperature to that level to get frost to form. Yet the air temperature was what at the time, 50 degrees or yeah, something? Yeah, it was in the 50s. Yeah. You know, it's just, and relative humidity, which many people think of, but you and I like the dew point better. Relative humidity was what, about 10% at that time? Yeah, it was real low. Um, it was very low. And that's when your fire danger concerns sure. uh, come, come into play. So you sure. really don't want to see, and that's when you touch anything and you get a, a, a shock. Uh, and, and of course, it's a bad hair day, too. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there, uh, there's a lot For of problems. Both of us here. Both yeah. of our hairs. And, well, you know, just glad to have it. Um, yes. But out in the Western U.S., those dew points are more common um, and it's very dry. And that's why they all look wrinkly out in the desert southwest instead of young and, 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 right. and fresh skin here in the east. Our beautiful, beautiful, silky, soothed skin that we have here in New Jersey. Absolutely. There you go. There you all go. right. Uh, we didn't even get to temperatures and we're almost out of time. Um, just tell us where we were. I know we were above average for the month of March. Yeah, a little bit above average, probably in the top 25 percent. No top 10 ratings. Um it varied back and forth. We had a couple record-breaking days. We talked about yeah. that. Um, it, it was a pretty warm month overall. Uh, we had a couple freezes, unlike last year when Atlantic City Marina only froze on March 1st. It was a yeah. little bit colder than that. Um, so nothing, nothing excessive, but uh, came out a little bit on the warm side. Yeah, and want to just talk about that record temperature at the Atlantic City International Airport. We got to 82 
The old record was 71, talking about low-hanging fruit. 11-degree temperature difference. That was the largest margin of defeat since February 5th, 1991. I was six months. I was in my mom's stomach for six months by that point. You pulled out all the stops this month coming up with this really interesting weather records. Impressed. You must have been taught well. I guess. I guess. What can I say? No, uh, you did a great job, as did everybody. Uh, our Rutgers always, you know, we love Stockton. Stockton's helping us out here with the shoot. I love Rutgers. Rutgers uh, has my heart for sure. So uh, just tell us where we can find uh, more climate information for the state, and then we'll get up on out of here. Uh, visit us at njclimate.org for the old long-term climate data and for the latest weather conditions in your neck of the woods, njweather.org. There you go. He is Dr. Dave Robinson, New Jersey State Climatologist. I'm meteorologist Joe Martucci at the Press of Atlantic City. We will be back with you the third Wednesday of April, and I'm excited for this one. We're talking about weather and hair. Speaking of our beautiful hair that we have, we are having the guy who cuts my hair come on. And he is going to tell me all about weather and hair. So this is kind of self-serving. He's going to give me some good weather tips, uh, you know, or some good hair tips for the weather. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun one. So uh, we'll be back with you third Wednesday of April. We'll be back with Dr. Robinson first Wednesday in May. Till then, stay safe, take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>